To you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. It sounds like a line from a TV show like The A Team, albeit a rather unique story. On their website it says Goat Army Africa is a unit of militant Boer goats trained to kill and destroy alien plant forms wherever they roam, dedicated to serve and protect Mother Nature by the eradication of of anything unknown but it's real and it's the idea of my guest on being green today Peter Bosman together with his business partner Ronnie Fisser they using goats to help clear alien vegetation like Port Jackson wattle and pine just some of the 380 alien plant species that are invading South Africa aliens as you know are a major threat to biodiversity human livelihoods and economic development using up precious water and costing the country billions a year to remove but Peter tell me how on earth did you come up with the idea of using goats for this hi Glenet and thank you for having me um, yeah it started with me and Ronnie starting a little boer goat farm on um, the Oyster Bay Road here in St. Francis Bay and we were surrounded by Port Jacksons um, that has infested um, or taken over a lot of productive agricultural land around us. And um, then I got in contact with some of the neighbors and asked them if we could attempt clearing some of the property or land adjacent to us using the goat. And we did, and they worked very well. They loved the Port Jackson, so we predominantly focused on Paul Jackson's in this area. Yeah. This has been done elsewhere, though. I think they use it in the United States to um, prevent the spread of fires. It's something that one does find elsewhere in, in the world, the use of goats to clear vegetation. Yes. Uh, California has been using boer goats and um, Spanish goats um, to clear their fire breaks for these documentation of cases for uh, longer than 100 years ago. So, yeah, um, it is definitely a tried and tested practice. We'll get back to the boer goats, but tell me exactly how does the process work? Very briefly, I mean, we're limited with time, obviously, but who goes in first, you or the goat? Well, it all depends on the growth, and uh, every case differs. So depending on the density, um, we'll go in with the goats, together with the goats, and if there's large trees, they kind of open up a pathway so we can get to the... So they basically chew their way a pathway through. So they they really do go into thickets. So they break open um, pathways through the thick undergrowth so it makes it more accessible for us. Then we fell the larger trees and they strip the leaves off the larger trees as they fall over. And then, depending on the clients, we either cut the larger trees up and use the wood. Um, eventually, we would like to put the smaller branches through a wood chipper and use that as a mulch to cover the sand that will be left there after obviously being deprived of sunshine for so long. There's very little undergrowth. Um, so they don't uh, actually eat the trees, they eat the leaves and break open the pathway. But 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 what about the seedlings? So that's And how efficient is this process? In, uh, cutting down the larger trees, 
And then, obviously, these seedbeds that uh, banks that's been building up over the last 100 years or how long the trees have been there is exposed to sunlight. This means that they germinate, the seeds germinate, and these young saplings is where the guys really come into form because they they annihilate these little trees and they come up in very like the hair on the dog's back. Um, they are very prolific growers and they definitely dominate the indigenous seedlings. So yes, that is where the goats come in. So that would be referred to as phase C and um then a third phase would come into play once the saplings have been, let's say, browsed on quite significantly. That gives the indigenous seedlings a better chance. And then on the third phase, we come in and um, we find that they really do kill these young saplings on the third phase because they actually ring bog a lot of the, the young saplings as well. So every time you diminish the chances of the poor Jacksons, obviously you give your indigenous plants a better chance at survival. So it really is quite an efficient process. We're running out of time, but very last question. I just have to ask you, why the whole army theme? You even have a motto inspired by the U.S. Marine Corps. So um, we got a guy called Jackie Swanepoel involved that helped us with creating a brand that we could introduce to the community, because um, in community involvement was always going to be a, a large part of this project. So the army is basically, you can get involved in whatever level you you are able to, whether you're buying the wood or donations or just sharing and showing interest. So you are basically joining the army against the invasive alien that is basically depriving us of our natural resources. So that is the concept of the army, yeah. It really is. You should have a look at their website, Goat Army Africa. It really is rather amusing. That was Peter Bossman, co-owner of the Goat Army Africa. And what an original way of clearing our land of some of the alien plant forms. That's it for this week from me, Glynis Crook. Till next time, goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. FMR.